So welcome to the Tech for Tech Tech Talk, episode 10, Business Plan for 2011. This is a live show. We are streaming live to, well, to the Tech for Tech Facebook group, hopefully, uh, and page, YouTube, Twitch, and you will now also be able to listen to us on Apple, Amazon, Google, TuneIn, and Spotify podcasts. Uh, I'm your host, Phil Griffiths. Uh, today, I have five co-hosts. First of all, we have Jennifer Griffiths. Uh, who is the owner of Tech Protect. How are you doing today, Jennifer? And do you have any tips, advice or news to talk about? I'm doing very well. Thank you, Phil. Um, today, um, I want to talk about um, something that's happened recently. And when I say recently, I mean this week. Um, I've been in touch with uh, one of the major manufacturers for computer products. And when I say products, I mean cases, fans the works and um when i say i've been in touch with them it wasn't easy to get hold of them which brought me to what i'm I'm going to talk about tonight and that's the three c's of business and that's customer service communications and consistency um i think that you need to have those three things to have a successful business and this business is one that makes really good stuff and then they run through a batch of really bad stuff so you got to have consistency our contact there was over over the year 2020 i think we got maybe three or four emails from them which is not good considering the amount of products we reviewed so I would say that the communications were lacking uh, and it was critical for the review to get these communications to, you know, for the review to go smoothly as possible. Um, it, it was terrible. And I can only think that when people on YouTube see the review for this product, they're going to think, well, if she can't get in touch with them reviewing the product, what about customer service after I buy it? I don't think I'll buy that, you know. So you've really got to have those three elements. And Okay, that sounds pretty good, Jim. Thank you very much for that. Uh, it does seem like people are commenting, but it's not showing up in the chat. I've had a couple of messages from people saying that they're saying stuff and we can't see it. So it does look like we're live, but Facebook is having... Um, Issues is probably the best way to do it. Right. Secondly, all the way from Ireland, we have Cormac O'Donoghue, who is the mother and head of his business, which is Crossable Computers. How are you doing, Cormac? And do you have any tips, advice, or news to talk about? Yeah, how are you doing, England? Uh, Britain and the world. Uh, I'm all good over here. Yeah, uh, since this is a business show tonight... um, I started re-listening to um, an audio book uh, from an American author called The Pump, Pumpkin Plan. Uh, it's a business book. Uh, basically, uh, I, I was listening to it last year as well. Uh, as well. Um, it's really about the, the, the crux of the book, really, is about... It's quite strange and... no. no don't want to annoy Jen there. It's quite strange, quite American, like, basically. And I, for me, I was like, oh, my God, this is a bit too American. 
what am I doing with pumpkins? But this makes no sense. Like, seriously, grow the biggest pumpkin, get rid of the other pumpkins. But that aside, he had kind of explained it in, in a good way. And this is not a gardening tip. He, and where I implemented this is a couple of years ago, we used to do phone repairs, okay? Uh, I didn't do them. I employed a, a, one of my techs to do them. But I used to get around 50 phone calls a day for the phone phone repairs. And 40 of them were just price checking, price checking. They would drive me insane. insane. And I was making a profit off the phones, uh, obviously, a week. And I went, you know, something, after in, I just don't need the hassle of that, those small little jobs. I said, I prefer to take the hit, reduce my money on those, and go for the bigger jobs, a.k.a. the bigger pumpkin. <laughs> and so that was the general idea of it. And I did, and for a couple of weeks, I started earning less money. And then I started getting more business clients because I, instead of answering 50 phone calls a day for things that were just annoying me, um. I was able to use that time to try to get business clients or concentrate on other things to get my business to grow. And after a couple of months, the money was after going, what I made off the phones was irrelevant. I would never do it again. Wouldn't go near it again. And uh, I'd be talking about a bit about that uh, when, when, when I get my chance to speak. So the pumpkin plan, and it's not about gardening. Gosh, that's, that's, even beyond my Americanisms. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, oh, we always say that redheads were born in a pumpkin patch. That was what I was told when I was little by my redheaded best friend in kindergarten. She said I was born in a pumpkin patch. That's why my hair is red. So <laughs> that's all I know about pumpkins. <laughs> right. Well, that's some good tips there about the books. Um, again, there are lots of books out there, even audio books. I must admit, I've listened to a few audio books over the years. I haven't heard of that one before, so I'll definitely add that to my list. But they're ideal when you're driving about between jobs rather than listening to the same old music and Christmas tunes and so forth on your local radio. Um, stick on an audio book or something about business and stuff. And there are some pretty good ones out there, I must admit. Right, so next up we have got Ben Ashcroft from Bugs and Bytes Computing in Lincoln. Uh, uh, he's also returning today. And have you got any tips, advice, or news to talk about, Ben? Um, evening, Phil. Hope we're keeping well. Um, just kind of general business rather than IT, perhaps. It's, uh, make sure you get a decent work-life balance. I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of guys work from home, and obviously everyone who works in the IT industry is probably finding it's really, really super busy at the moment. Um, yeah, the tendency is just to work and work and work. It's particularly work, working from home. Like I said, it's very difficult to shut the office door. And it's just so important to get a bit of downtime. And um, yeah, just a bit of relaxation almost. I know it's, yeah. Okay, yeah, that's good. some good tips there. It is always hard to uh, switch off. It's probably the best way from business, especially when you're a sole trader, because obviously... Unlike most nine to five jobs, you go to work, you get paid by someone, you go home, and well, who cares if someone else messes it up when you've gone uh, gone back home? <laughs> Unfortunately, your business is uh, running sort of twenty four hours, so you're you're always constantly thinking because obviously, if your business doesn't earn your money, you've obviously you're not going to get paid, and so forth. So, yeah, it is hard to switch off, and I don't think any. One does truly switch off himself and go, I might be wrong, but I don't think there's anyone who really does. Many times uh, something just pops in your head and you go, oh, I need to do that, or oh, that reminds me of whatever. It just Mm. happens and you just have to get on with it. Um, 
Right, we also have returning today Ian Harden, who is owner of IPC Solutions in Essex. How are you doing today, Ian? And do you have any tips, advice, or news to talk about? Hi, Phil. Hi, all. Um, not really. I've, I was closed over Christmas because I had a bad of COVID, um, so I'm just recovering from that. But uh, what I have noticed, especially with the online side of things, is when when you shut shut down and you reopen it back in January. It's just seemed to have gone crazy. I think um, what I have really appreciated in the last week and a half since being open again is those contacts that I've made, um, especially in the text for text group um, and other wider business businesses distributors that have just helped out when I've needed something quick for a customer and I just can't get it. So I think it's about the contacts that we do, that we make and the way that we present ourselves and the way that we are. I think, um, I think, and I mentioned it in the last time I was on here about building that trust and relationship with people. And I think that's going to come to fruition for this year. Um, right. And just keep yourself safe and wear a mask. Yeah, that's a definite, <laughs> definite one. You really need to start wearing masks. Mask if you're not already sanitised, clean up after you go and so forth. Um, we even put like, little stickers on. I think it was Cormac who gave us the idea of that one. It was, one. and we... We bought the stickers, I think, the, the same week. <laughs> yeah. Saying that you sanitise stuff so uh, customers feel assured. Um, just to let everyone know, we are having issues with Facebook Live, maybe even YouTube, but I'm pretty sure it's just Facebook. Uh, comments, I can see comments every now and again, and then they disappear. Uh, and then it says there's no comments, and then it says there's five comments, but it doesn't show anything. So sorry if I don't reply to comments. But I did see one from Sonia at Target. So I will say, hi, Sonia. Um, she just says, I can see you. So hopefully that's, <laughs> that means we're working. Um, right. So let's just double check that is working. Yeah, it is. So again, sorry if there are complications. It is Facebook what's having issues, not specifically us. And we are doing our best to still be live. So next up, we've got Peter Whitehouse from ScanStation. He's also returning. How are you, Peter? And do you have any tips, advice, or news to talk about? Yeah, I'm, I'm good, thanks, Phil. Um, slightly related to what Ian was saying about uh, the contacts he's made, we're finding a lot of distributors of uh, coming back to working with the independents where a lot of stock's in shortage. So graphics cards, we managed to get some this week. Shout out to someone, Hits, you know who you are. Uh, managed to getting some RTX 3070s. Um, and, and it just makes sure you're speaking to your DISTI contacts because they are getting smaller stocks and they're prioritizing the independence, which is great for us at the moment. Um, so always make sure you're in contact with your account managers all the time because they're not even listing these stocks on their websites. They're offering them straight out to the indies, which is great for us anyway. Yeah, that's pretty good advice, to be honest with you. Yeah distributors you, you it's the advantage of having an account manager or a distributor because a lot of people say oh i'm going to use amazon and blah 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 i don't need a distributor just download but if you do have an account manager you can obviously talk to them and sometimes they do prioritize you for things and obviously they're prioritizing the independence where if you just look on some of these places websites they've got no stock or it doesn't even mention the product but if you give them a call they might say yeah we ain't got any but we've got some coming in in xyz and they'll put your name on the list. Don't get me wrong, they probably won't let you buy a few hundred of them. There'll probably be only one or two, but it's still better than just going on the website or going on Amazon. Distribution, 
Okay, some people have different thoughts about it, but I always find it is better than going straight to Amazon. And also you're supporting usually someone in this country rather than uh, uh, some on Amazon, shall we say. Right. Um, I can't count on the times that I've had to call up Mr. Sean at Target and say, I need you to hold me this till the end of the day. And I can guarantee you he'll do it for me. Shout out to Sean. Yeah, exactly. And to all the other account managers out there, we're not just yep. by Target and Sean, even though he is a good account manager. Right. Uh, so it's my tip. Um, it's sort of similar to what we're talking about. So it's shortages, shortages, and more shortages with no stock in sight. Looks like 2021 is going to be a continuation of 2020, if not worse, to get hold of stock with higher demand than normal, lower production, shipping issues, and not to mention the big C or the big B. Um, I have heard from a few places that container prices from Asia have also gone up dramatically as well. So this year is going to be a great start. So um, one thing I've also read um, previously, the new NVIDIA graphics cards, the 3000 series, the prices are going up on those. I think ASUS has said and um, EVGA have also the prices. They're going to be around about £100 to £150 per card, more expensive. <laughs> On top of what's already issues at the moment. Um, okay, these prices are going from in dollars, uh, but uh, for example, EVGA was selling one of the 1390s, so I think it was $1,550. They're now selling it for $1,900. So that's basically a $350 increase in price on that one product. The trouble is that that, that always equates to British pounds as well. Yeah, <laughs> you, you can have yeah. on top at least. <laughs> yeah, no, people will pay it. Yeah, I know they are now. It's ridiculous what I've been selling some of the very short stock that I don't need. I don't know. I've, I've got some customers that have been wanting game machines and you tell them the price of the graphics card and they say, I'll, I'll just wait. Mm. So it goes both ways. You've got the dedicated hardcore group. It doesn't matter how much it costs. And then you've got the ones that go, well, I've got a gaming machine that works. I'll just hang on to it. So uh, not good for business. I think, to be honest, uh, Jennifer, that I think this year, especially with the way COVID is and, and the job situation, which is not good for anyone, I think we're going to see, I, I think it will be a lot. People will keep older tech for longer. I do. And they will look for bargains. The old three or four year gaming PC that is more than adequate for Fortnite and whatever else they're playing, Roblox and stuff, and they'll just yeah. buy them because yeah. that's where the value is. It's just building, a, I've, I've got to build a PC someone now and just getting the graphics card was six seven hundred quid just for the and i can i last year or year before you build a whole pc for that maybe with a red side card in it but um certainly not gtx but yeah yeah it's crazy not too long ago you could get um a top end and i mean a top end graphics card for like 300 quid yeah what 1500 sort of thing uh, <laughs> it's, well, that's just absolutely daft um so right next tip um and i'm saying this because there's not only text but other shopkeepers and business owners and so forth i've seen uh is to be positive with customers i hear all the time and time again where 
the shopkeeper, uh, so let's say the customer goes in and says, oh, are you busy or whatever? And you say, no, it's quiet and so forth. Um, and, well, you're putting the customer off if you say that because he's going to think, oh, you're going to be shut down in six months' time or whatever. He's not going to want to spend a £1,000 on a new gaming machine which has got a three-year warranty. If you're going to be closing six months, so you don't want to give the customer negative thoughts. And obviously, um, negative news travels more than positive news or at least faster and wider. So make sure when you're talking to customers is you talk more on a positive side and say, yeah, we're pretty busy, even though everything's going off and so forth. It's a bit more stressful than normal, but we're still around and we're still busy and we can keep on going. So don't basically uh, be negative with the customer is probably the best way of putting it. Okay, so let's go on to the main topic. So business plans for 2021. Well, it's going to be quite hard to plan this year with everything what's going on, to be honest with you. Um, obviously, we've got COVID, Brexit, and all this, that, and the other causing issues, shipments, and so forth we've already mentioned. So I'll start off with myself. Um, personally, this year, I wanted to expand the amount of pre-built computers and laptops we had in store. Obviously, that's sort of gone out the window because, well, we had to close the store because of, obviously, COVID. So, um, at the moment, the store has basically got nothing in it. And even if we wanted to, we couldn't get stock anyway. Um, or struggle to get it, let's put it that way. Um, so, you're going to find that second-hand parts and so forth are going to be more popular. But, over the past year, due to lockdown, um, I've been analysing where most of my profits are coming from. Uh, uh, this is not income. I'm saying profit as in actual money you've made um, after costs. And most of our profits has actually been coming from maintenance contracts where customer pays so much every month uh, for providing services like security, online backup and support. And this is mainly to residential customers, not businesses. We do have a few businesses, but mainly residential. And we're finding that most of our profit is actually coming from that side of things. So that's something I'm going to be focusing on this year. I'm pushing even more so. Uh, and advantages with stuff like this, which is a, year, a yearly or monthly um, renewal where they get charged by direct debit, is it's an income what you're always going to get coming into your bank account well, until they cancel or cancel them. Um, but basically, you've got income all year round. So even if you have to close your store or whatever, you've still got so many hundreds or thousands of pounds uh, coming in every month to pay at least some of the bills. Right. Who wants to go first then? So let's go with... Let's ask you a question, Phil. Yeah, sure. Um, with regards to your maintenance contract, because it's something I don't do, purely mm -hmm. because of the way I work and second job, etc. How how many calls for support do you get from residential businesses? Average per customer per year, I say, or per month, whatever way. Right. Okay. I haven't got all the numbers in front of me, but what I'll say to you this way is the way we've charged it is um, we've made it so it's equivalent of seeing the customer roughly two and a half times a year. If it was like um, uh, a support call out, not including security and stuff. Uh, but on average, we're finding that the customers are actually calling us less than once a year. So we're actually making two and a half times the amount than we would by just going out once to see them a year 
people are actually got that constant income every month, but then they know if they have any issues, uh, then we'll sort it for them. Obviously, parts are extra. I've had one lady come into the store and she says, I've got the computer insurance. I knew exactly what she was talking about right away. She says, I've got insurance on my computer through you. We don't sell insurance. Such a new it was maintenance contract, you know, and when they come in the store with something, um, maintenance contract, they don't get charged labor, just parts. That's that's the way that rolls. So um, I think it's kind of cute, it, computer insurance, because insurance is one of those things that it's good to have. You don't use it most of the time, but it's it's there for you if you do need it. Mm. And you, and you uh, stupefy to the people at the start that if they need, if the things go wrong, then parts are chargeable unless it's under warranty. Yes. Yeah, basically, we have a, we're getting to sign a contract is the basics to it. So the basic contract will say stuff like that how many times you're allowed remote support, how many times you're allowed call outs, and so forth uh, per year if you go over that then there will be a reduction possibly in the full price or whatever until whatever. And then obviously because you do get one or two customers who are going to take advantage of it. Most don't, 99% don't, but you do get one or two who take advantage. Well, it's your turn to fire them rather than them firing you. So you don't have to offer them the service. You can just tell them we're not offering the service for you anymore. Uh, if you want us, then we'll come out and charge you however much you charge per hour or whatever to come in. So uh, don't be afraid to uh, tell customers bye-bye. Sometimes you just have to. Uh, <laughs> some of them will take advantage. Um, do you have one fee or do you have a tier system? Um, basically, we have different fees for depending on what we are offering. So we'll have um, uh, basically a single price for um, like just call-outs and then we'll have one with um, extra security on top and then back up and so forth. Um, generally, I try and sell them on the ones where we do remote monitoring because we generally see those customers less because then we can push them updates when we want. We can update most of the software remotely and they don't even know about it. And we just send them a, re um, a report, which is mainly automated at the end of the month, which tells them what we've basically done. We use, uh, at the moment, we're using Ninja, RMM, um, there is other ones, a Synchro, Pulseway, uh, and a few others. I can't remember what the names are off the top of my head, but they're all programs um, what you can use and install on people's machines to monitor them. So uh, uh, obviously you get charged for that monthly, but obviously you just make sure you're charging the customer a lot more than what you get charged enough to cover all your costs. Cheers, thank you. There's also abilities to get card payments in. So like direct debits, we go cardless. I know a lot of people do. Uh, their fees are pretty low, to be honest. They have recently gone up, I've noticed, but again, they're still extremely low. And they basically deal with a direct debit every month for you. And if you need to change anything, you just log into the account, change the price or whatever, if you need to add more services or more machines or whatever. Uh, and, uh, uh, and then you get paid, um, well, basically about two or three days after um, um, the direct debits come out. Cool. Pretty good. Uh, we'll have to do a show on uh, um, something like that in the future. Uh, I know, uh, call me, you're using um, Synchro, is that right? Yeah, Synchro, I love it. I swear by it. It's absolutely yeah. excellent. 
I charge every customer. If 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 I'm putting them something remotely on, I'll charge them a fee for having remote so- software. I don't do well. I'll talk about that when when I get to my business then. But Synchro, I just blown away with how good it is. Really impressed with it. You know, must admit I have seen it and have been tempted. The problem is, is what I've got is then you've got to swap all your customers over from one service to another, which is the biggest problem. Which means then contacting them all and getting them and sorting it out should be easy enough. Well, but, see, I had Repair Shopper, so you can just import. That's that's like basically what Synchro is. Synchro is Repair Shopper and Sterilize. Really, by the way I look at it, and it, you can just import your customers in one batch straight in so it was easy for me you know yeah um it's the same company as well isn't it so uh uh ian alexander is it yeah. I'm right yeah so um who, who who runs it or i don't know it might be on the board or whatever because i know they've expanded over recent years right so yeah let's go to you first then anyway call me for your business tips of or tip. <sighs> yeah my business plans this 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 year is 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 changing uh which is always good you always have to change i suppose um i'm kind of dropping the msp model that i was going for um it doesn't work unless you're at a certain size here in ireland it's quite difficult um i had and the recurring revenue is fabulous it really is but i didn't i didn't kind of want a lot of the hassles and they were mostly easy customers i had a lot of them were pubs as well which the pubs are opening and closing over here now so much with lockdown that I said today, the, the, the owners, that we can't, we don't even know where we're, we're at with bills anymore. I didn't want to be building them when they were closed, et cetera, et cetera. Gave me an opportunity to drop them. One of the major reasons, I only kept one of the clients, and one of the major reasons I changed from that was that, um, you know, like I'm in my 40s now, um, business is going good, I've other things going and I really want to have my time off. I want to be, I'm hoping there, you know, next year to go away for maybe three weeks down to South America or someplace. I used to do that a lot before. And I don't want to be tied into customers and stuff while I'm away. I just, I just, it's just my model. I just, you know, life's good. I don't want the stress of it. Um, another thing that I, 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 I actually got there, it took me long enough, but I, my mobile phone was my work phone. I got a second phone. I'm getting ruthless about that, about coming six, seven o'clock night, phone's gone, not contacting people at weekends. Like I had a home customer ring me three times on New Year's Day. Like, come on, the, the, the hell out of that. What's that about? It ain't happening. You know, um, <laughs> it ain't happening. I, I remember I had my phone in the house. It annoyed me. I remember the second phone call. I didn't answer it, obviously. The ter- I said, if he rings again, his bill, when we finally deal with him, is going up 50 quid a phone call. That's how annoyed I was. I just <laughs> not having it. Who does he think he is? Customer that I haven't heard of for two years previously, you know. Um, not a hope. But anyway, that's that that's that's the thing. So that's that's it. And we're we're doing well. Um we're doing we're doing well. One of the things that I have implemented and I'm and I'm going more, more out of it um was that I got office staff. Um no. Um, I got Olivier who does the books. I obviously have an accountant. Olivier does maybe six, seven hours a week for me. I got Neve um, in the office. She books in the computers. She deals with the customers. One of the best decisions I made. I'm going to try to get more them more and more hours. That frees me up to do other stuff. Uh, Neve is unbelievable with the customers. 
she can book them in. She does that. Uh, we're, we're, we got into selling refurbished laptops. She's logging all that, all that. It's just, just frees up my mind so much, you know. They like we might be all very good at techs, techs, uh, um, and but the issue then is when we're trying to build a business. My business is only full time three years. When we're trying to build a business, we can look around and we have to be the masters of everything. We don't. We can get people who are like Neve had. Um, she has twenty five years office experience managing managing another place. Uh, Olivia has the experience. I don't have the experience for the bookkeeping. It's now like Steve or uh, 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 Phil was saying that he read reports. So he could see exactly where his profit is going and all that. That is uh, that's something that I realized that I needed. So that's it. We we got nice office. It's it's lovely seeing people down here working inside this place. Now, what is going to take an effect? And I don't know how much of effect it's going to take at the moment is Brexit. Brexit is going to affect us. Um, and you know what? It's going to affect businesses in, in, in England as well, and this is in no way political. Um, I know a lot of Irish suppliers in many fields, many, many fields, are have been using British suppliers for years. And we are, like I lived in England for years, have great relationships with that and all that. But with what's going on with custom charges, this and that, I know loads of people are looking elsewhere to, to, to try to buy in Europe so there'd be no hassle with customs, with delays, you know. I don't know. I had some imports in. I got hassled with the imports in. I don't know. Hopefully things will free up. But that that is, that is, that, that is going to be huge for either the people in Britain and the people in Ireland. We, have, we had a very close relationship bond over the years, business-wise, with everyone. So hopefully I have good trust built up with, with the suppliers in England, but even little things, even at the moment, Amazon. Amazon, I could get stuff. I ordered it's in there two or three days. It's now two weeks to come in, you know. That's it's funny you should mention that, uh, Carmack, uh, about Brexit. And I do agree with you. It's going to have a, a big effect. Um, I was on the Cooler Master um, website the other day looking and admiring their case selection because I know that mine has got to, you know, have a new one. And I wanted to have a look and, and see what their offerings were. And um, I was greeted with a banner that due to COVID slash Brexit, um, there's a holdup and shipments with UPS um, have stopped for now and don't know when they will resume or something like that. And uh, there might be customs charges and all of that. So it's going to affect England, you know, um, in, in many ways. We don't know. We don't know yet where, where it's going to affect because like whatever side of the fence, and let's keep this not political, the whole thing was a complete and utter hames and hash of how it was handled in the end. On the 24th of December, they made a deal. No one still, my accountant doesn't really know what's going on with the deals. This is just on a pure business sense, all right? I have to do a full-day Brexit course next week and to see where customs are coming in. Like, we're trading union, and there was a deal made over a holiday period when there's no one to get in touch with. So as you can see at this present moment in time, I'm just not happy about that. I'm not happy in, in any way, shape, or form because I'm turning around and talking to my suppliers. They don't know. Accountants don't know. 
Hopefully I'll be wiser then after a full day course next Tuesday. God, send me, send me, <laughs> oh my God, figures for the whole day. Anyway, that aside, that, that, so that's going to affect the business model, you know. And the other business thing, you know, we're just implementing, we got Synchro there going. We, I, we, the Olivia's after stop, uh, starting zero bookkeeping as well. So we're going to, you know, we'll, get, we'll have a more handle. It's just a natural progression of business. You know, we I want started out three, you know, three years ago. You're repairing a couple of laptops a week. Now there's quantities and big quantities coming in and out. You know, and they my tech that I had with me for a couple of years left for health reasons just before Christmas. I got another tech, but uh, it's just he can only do one day a week. I'm not a great hardware guy. I don't like it. And um, another thing is like I turned down a job today uh, for a hinge repair. And I tell you why I turned around a job for a hinge repair. I was like, why do I want to do this? I have to pay my tech, this and this, the hassle. I don't want to do those computer jobs anymore. I'm focusing more on business. I'm focusing more on selling uh, laptops. I don't really want to be dealing anymore with, with, and I'll be honest with you, with kind of customers coming in, budget customers coming in for hinge replacements for this, that, this and that. Like I don't, I'm not getting out of the home computer repairs. You slap a, an SSD into a computer, you upgrade it to Windows 10, there's beautiful money to be made in it, you know. I'm just not taking every job uh, out there anymore. I'm, 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 I'm just going to, we're going to concentrate, as, as I was saying at the start there, about getting rid of the little, little jobs, going for business customers, going for, you know, business customers that are more recurring revenues, going for sales, I'm launching a new website, I'm just trying to raise up from, I have to stop thinking of, thinking of myself as a one-man shop, you know, there's four people here now, uh, I have payroll to make, um, we have that other change that, for whatever reasons, I didn't, this is my first year going VAT registered as well, Um you know, in the start of the years, you know, to be cash coming in and all that, that can't happen now. That register. So there's a big, huge changes on that because the business customers will take the VAT hit without a problem. You know, they'll just write it off. Home customers won't want to be paying more. It's going to be a difficult one. And you know something? I'm going to, a bit like the story at the, the start there, maybe having to cut off some of my cash to make more cash or easier, like, how, and I'll finish there now because I'll talk for a while. I remember last year, a business customer came to me and he said, Cormac, how are you doing? I said, I'm up the walls, up the walls. Like, and he goes, but are you making money? Are you making money? And I've really thought of it. I am making money. I'm making profits, but not for the extent of I'm 14, 16, 17 hour days. It's finishing. It's not. There's a work phone. We're a proper business now. I'm not a startup anymore. And it's the progression and it's the mind frame of thinking that you are no longer a startup. You're a registered proper business. And uh, that's basically it, really. Uh, excuse the rant. All right. <laughs> but that's, that, no, that's, a, that's no problem, Cormac. You got some good um, advice there. And, and basically, yeah, you've got to work smart rather than hard. Okay, you can work hard and smart, but a lot of people work hard and get nowhere. But it sounds like Cormac's been smart about what he's doing. Um, and obviously prioritizing where his uh, money is going to be coming from um, because sometimes you can spend a lot of time on these small jobs and make very little on them. Um, 
Right, let's move on to, let's have a look. Let's go to Ben. What are your plans for this year? Um, well, first of all, just, just to survive the year would be lovely. Um, I think the last 12 months of being in business have been really different for sure with all the COVID going on. Um, it's been a real roller coaster up and down throughout the year. Um, I totally or agree quite a lot with what Cormac was saying about the whole VAT thing as well, because I went back registered last month. That's kind of changed the business slightly. Um, like what Cormac was saying, customers will take the hit on some things, like your SSD upgrades and your Windows reinstalls. They won't take it on little small jobs, and I'm trying to move away from the small jobs. I'm trying to move more into business to business, doing sort of trade sales, that sort of thing. Um, it's like what you also said, Phil, work smart, not hard, or do work hard as well. But you know what I mean? Um, looking at ways I like can streamline the business. I'm a one-man band. I enjoy working for myself. I don't know how it would be if I had stuff with, working with me or for me. or You know, it's uh, I like what I do. I'm quite passionate about what I do. Um, but I'm getting to the point in the business where I streamline what I'm doing and how much time I'm spending doing certain things. That's, that's all good advice there. You just have to know sometimes when to say no to work. Sometimes when you first start out, you'll take anything in and you'll go, yeah, I'll do this, 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 and you'll end up making a fiver on doing 10 hours work or something stupid. Um, where, but obviously, once your business is established and obviously and you're building it and going to that next level, you need to really say no to certain things. We did a similar things. We, we did bits of tablets and phones and we just found didn't find it profitable or worth messing around with yeah yeah um, for sure, for like sure. Um, I, I don't touch phones i don't touch tablets because just exactly what you said there i mean don't get me wrong there's some very profitable businesses out there doing phone repairs but they're doing tons of phones every day they, they know there's phones inside out and for likes of me it's yeah, I can do screen changes and battery changes on older iPhones. I don't touch the newer stuff because I know how they make them and how proprietary they are, and particularly uh, Apple devices, shall we say. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, for sure. Um, work smart, not hard. Yeah. We're, we doubt the stuff that's not so profitable and that. Um, I think the other thing I've really looked at, particularly since the whole battery registration thing, is my pricing. And I've realized it was quite a bit under in some of the pricing. That, and I'm thinking, you know, there's this extra money going to the Batman. Um, again, just streamlining the whole business, how you work and what you're charging, you know. Uh, I think, I almost think I was probably undercharging by quite quite a bit too much on some stuff like my Windows installs for quite a while because I put the Batman on top and I've not had a single complaint on the price. <laughs> You'd be surprised putting your prices up a lot of the time. Very few people or complaints you actually get about it. And the ones what do complain are generally usually the customers you don't want anyway because they'll complain no matter what the price is. Yeah, I mean, with, with all that thing, it's it's kind of double-edged sword because it makes you more, um, it makes it more difficult, like, but like what Carmen is saying, it makes the business, the consumer side a bit more tricky. It makes the business, the business side quite a lot easier. So it's it's a double-edged sword. It's, it's good side and it's bad side. Um, I didn't really want to go that edge quite so soon, but needs must. Uh, turnover went up a bit with COVID last year, and rather than sort of banking the money, I was reinvesting it, snowballing in stocks sort of thing. So 
Yeah, why not? I'm going to say you, you, you've got to that stage where you need to grow. And COVID hasn't affected every business, uh, business negatively. There's a lot of business, especially on the computer tech side, that have done very well at it. But don't get me wrong, there's a lot what have not. So no one or two what have closed in the recent year. Uh, but saying that, on the positive side, I think the people who will be around after this is over will be a lot stronger from it so and take your time at the moment while you've got it to uh, invest not just money but time into uh, your business to try and uh, improve it come up with new ideas and so forth yeah. but yeah so I, m- I must agree with what you've uh, uh, said there and just to uh, clarify I think I've got nothing wrong against anyone who uh, repairs phones and tablets it is a viable no, no 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 absolutely mm. not yeah it's um, just, just that with a, a one-man band like we are most of the time I can do maybe three or four computers at one time and a phone you have to be dedicated because it's such a, a delicate, tedious job. So three or four computers might bring me in, let's say at minimum 50 pounds each. That's a hundred pound. If I've got four of them in where I'm going to do a, a screen repair and that's probably going to be, I don't know what you charge for a screen repair, you know, but Gosh, it is, it's just not profitable for me. No, I mean, the other thing that really put me off, and again, again, like we just said, Phil, nothing against phone and tablet repairs. I think they probably do a great job. The, the other thing that sort of put me off is it's almost a race to the bottom. Mm. And you see it far more in that market than you do in the laptop market or the desktop market and the gaming PC market. You know, the, the guys on Facebook who are working from the little office at home and nothing against work from home. I work from home, but... They're not tax registered, not back registered. They're just doing it on, sort of, you know. And yeah. they're saying, oh, I can do this phone screen for 20 quid. And you can't compete. And you don't want to compete. You don't mm-hmm. want to compete. It's one thing I've actually seen is probably a bit of a drop in the number of sort of on the side companies who are not registered in the last few months. They've just kind of dropped off the spectrum a bit. Mm-hmm. So in the local area. Um, not not a bad thing because I don't want to have to compete with twenty pounds for a Windows reinstall or twenty quid to change the screen on a phone. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. The ones we have to compete with are the mate that's great with computers, oh. and uh, <laughs> usually they let their mate that's great with computers have it, and then we have to fix it because they lost it up. Well, this is it. The mate that's great, the computers is great for us. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I always tell them, yeah, you you let your mate um, go in there and alter the BIOS settings, and I, you know my number. <laughs> <laughs> so we do get a, a lot of those. Um, yeah, as we were saying, that um, there's nothing wrong with doing phone and tablet. It is a viable business if you're able, obviously, to concentrate and do what you're doing uh, in some aspects. Like us, we're too busy with laptops and towers, so we basically specialize just in laptops and towers and Windows-based ones as well. So anything yeah. like Chromebooks or Apple products, we actually send to a local, well, most people call them competitors. We actually say a local friend shop. I call uh, them colleagues. But one thing I also find is on um, general, if you have a look at the reviews of um, lo- uh, well, 
least there are local shops anyway, is that may do computer repairs and phones and tablets. But the people who always leave negative reviews, 99% of the time, are people who have had phones and tablets repaired. So they usually have problems with them coming apart or something doesn't work afterwards, like the buttons and uh, or the speakerphone or whatever it may be. So uh, we tend to venture slightly away from that side of thing and pass any work like that onto a to a competitor basically who's uh well the name's tech cpr they're based in chesterfield um where we're based we pass them on to them uh, yeah. and then they pass on um like call out customers who need stuff um f- fixing at the home and stuff like that like windows based things like for towers and pieces yeah we right. have a good relationship with them yeah that's it it's always good to have a good relationship with a local well, competitor, um, because obviously you never know when you'll need them. And a lot of the time, if you work together, you can make more money together. Yeah. So, right, let's go on. Uh, so, Peter, um, have you? what's your business plan this year? So, we, we've got a couple of goals this year. I mean, similar to Cormac, we're going to really go aggressively after business clients that are looking, with the move to forced remote working, there's going to be a big demand for, Office 365, G Suite, if you're that way inclined. I think, Cormac, you're a big G Suite guy, aren't you? Um, There's going to be a huge shift because companies don't have any choice now. People are forced to work from home. um, And there's a big opportunity there, I think, that we can harness. Um, And also, we're going to have a look at all our back-end business processes and systems, uh, make sure we're prepared for any more restrictive lockdowns, um, just real, really nail down all the processes in the business, get everything documented, um, especially noticeable when you have new staff start. If it's all in your head, that, that's very difficult for your staff to to pick up, you know, your, your business processes. And um, I think even if you're one or two man company, if you've got every, all, all your customers in a CRM system, all your systems work, even if you're thinking of exiting the business, it's far more valuable if you have all that information in a system somewhere rather than in your head um because you can hand that relationship off quite easily um so we're going to really look at getting all that nailed down um going to have a better look at repair shopper and synchro um try and hook that up to zero our our web store um so especially if we have any quiet areas of the year where we get locked down even more it's just an opportunity to tile that stuff down get it all sorted Peter, can I have a question for you there sure wouldn't mind that yeah uh just 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 on that yeah we got that's the first year we're introduced zero and 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 synchro. So so I let you know how that goes anytime. Drop it in. Where where I, when you're doing the business customers, are you just doing Office three six five? Are you actually doing G Suite for business as well? Or I'm just wondering what because I'm basically my question I'm asking you: Are you getting any pushback if you say to them G Suite rather than Office three six five? We we specialize in Office three six five. Um, that's where our expertise is. So um, only G Suite we do is is moving people the other way from, from G Suite to yeah. Office three six five. Because my thing is that I would specialize more in 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 in, in G Suite, and I am not that great at Office three six five. Now, when I did push customers over, they'd be pushed back for the first week or two, and then they would say, "No, we actually much prefer it." Now, I w- I wasn't going to try to retrain myself up in Office three six five, but then at times I'm thinking you know be the master of many or whatever you know maybe just knowing one it's just uh yeah and tell me when i suppose i suppose really if you're going for the bigger bigger offices it has to be 365 does it not necessarily um sometimes i don't think the tool actually matters sometimes really? it just comes down to the training 
You know, well, if that's... if you can make it work for them, I don't I don't think the tool actually matters necessarily. Actually, that's you know something you just gave me gold. What I I just realised what I'm not doing is I'm not sitting down with them long enough afterwards for the training. You know, also, so make I, sure that the compatibilities um, with what they're doing um, are there. Uh, make sure that each person, whatever their their niche is, if it's an accountant and they need spreadsheets and things, make sure that it um, is compatible with the software that they're using. Okay. Right. Let's move on to, I think, Ian, I think you're to go yet. Um, what's your business plans for this year? <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think I'm going to take bits of everybody's actually. I need to work smarter. I think uh, having a full-time job and then doing another full-time job is just is just getting too much, to be honest. Um, I've I'm last year sales went through the roof. Um, trying to get the stock obviously is is difficult. But I think having relationships with people like Ben and and other people that I can buy used products from, I think the market for used has gone through the roof as well. And I think for me, I need to smarten myself up, my processes. I want to get on CRM systems. I have, I've got a spreadsheet, but I need to get more smart with that kind of thing. And I'm probably going to get a, an automated accounting setup as well because I'm getting to that dreaded VAP, well, not dreaded, but dreaded VAP point um, that might come this year, but hopefully not. Um, I'm more selective with, with, with repairs. I do pass a lot of the, I, I don't touch tablets. And I don't touch phones, much like Ben. I pass them on to local guys around the corner that I know one of them is good. And I, I've got a relationship with TDR computers. Um, I know Rob, the owner, and I've passed customers his way as well and bought stuff off him. Um, so it's building local, keeping the local relationships up um, and just, I want to develop my website. I want to rebrand, not rebrand my business. I'm not changing my name, but, I need to get a web expert that can get me a decent web shop web shop because I want to stop using Amazon so much because it's just a hassle. Um, eBay's fine and I sell lots on those. They're my main selling outlets, but I really want to drive some of the Amazon customers if I can to my website and eBay ones so I don't have to pay the fees. And I think with the prof, I'm making good profit and stuff, don't get me wrong, but I want to make more. And that way I can work less and keep the missus happy as well. Um, and just work a bit smarter. But get everything sorted because my office is a complete shambles. <laughs> I think another thing that is important is something that Phil and I did at the beginning of the second lockdown. We sat down, we made a game plan. And uh, that game plan was what do we need to work effectively from home while all this is going on? Uh we rounded up our contacts, you know, and, and everything and, and made it accessible to get to our contacts as, as in suppliers, um, account managers, not just for, for chips, but for TFT as well, mm -hmm. because there's two businesses riding on this and we had to, to make it, um, where he could come in here and ask me a question about TFT or vice versa. And I could get that answer in a second's notice, so to speak. 
and I could go to him and ask about chips and he would have that information at his fingertips and it wouldn't be, oh, that's at the shop. So we had to, to get a, a smartened, uh, smartened up worth ethic, if you will. So we, we did that at the beginning of the first lockdown because at, on the, uh, at the beginning of the second lockdown, uh, the first lockdown, it was not too terrible, but we were finding our feet still because we'd never had to cope with that. Um, but as I think maybe a third month into it, we were finally getting there. Uh, but that's it. That's a, that's going to come again. I've got a feeling we will see another uh, lockdown, <laughs> or this one may rock on. So um, have have a smart uh, plan of action for if you have to work from home for any any condition, uh, not just COVID, uh, because we're seeing more and more things like this now. It's always good to have a a plan B, if you will. Nothing's to say that you may be laid up with a broken leg at home and you can't uh, get to work, have a, a smart plan of action so that you can work from home. Yeah. One of the things that we uh, was able to do, obviously, especially on the second lockdown, was um, because we'd moved the tech text um, to uh, like a dedicated studio, um, we basically got basically a workshop already pre-set up so we were able to work at home most of the stuff we can do here we don't have to go into work because obviously no customers coming in because the door's locked and everything don't get me wrong we do go in and do some jobs there but if you are doing stuff like that like we are working from home uh, and you've got customer stuff um, which you don't normally bring to your house and stuff make sure your insurance is covering you so make sure you tell whoever your insurance company is um, that you're working from home and they cover you for everything and so forth and you've got proper security alarms and everything else like that because obviously you've got people's data and everything as well. Right. Does anyone else have anything to add to the conversation? I think we've, everyone's had a, a talk. Uh, stick your hand up if you've got anything you'd like to add in. No? Okay. I just want to say, I just want to say thank you to uh, the group, Peter, there. You helped me out a couple of times. Uh, in the last couple of months with questions and stuff so once again i want to thank everyone in the group uh it jesus you can be like you can be on a job and you might post a question and you'll be like checking it and then come back and you'll be like oh fucking nice one you know so thanks to everyone and peter and stuff all right mate <laughs> right okay um just going through the comments which i can see i managed to save some but half of the others have disappeared now so um Oh, William Murr's talking to Sonia, saying thank you for some help. Um, William Murr also says, hi, Ian, hope you are recovered. Are you all good now? I'm getting there. Um, it, it does remind me that I've still got it. Um, when I lift, like an iMac, for example, up the stairs, I'll be out of breath when I get to the top of the stairs, or it'll be a strain. Um, but every day, it's up and down, to be honest. One day I'm really good. And then you do lots, and then the next day you're knackered, and you have to sort of just sit down all day. Um, but it's a lot better than I was two weeks ago when I could hardly move. So yeah, I'm on the mend. Thank you. On the mend, and it's live chat, so he, he can't be that bad after all. 
<laughs> right, let's just have a look at the next question before I read it out, just to make sure it's uh, okay. So, right, this is from Mark Dennis. It says, if anything this year has taught ourselves to look after our business, we've been going 22 years plus. And in fact, since COVID, uh, since COVID we've made better prog uh, progression and, and the message just disappeared. I think it says something along the lines of adapted well and worked well. So I was basically just commenting on that. So, right, does anyone have, else have anything to say before we call it the end of the show? Stick your hand up now. So, or just butt in one or the other. Can I just quickly ask uh, uh, Ben and whoever else works at home, what insurances have you got? Uh, got obviously my home insurance, contents insurance, um, bit business insurance as well. Yeah. It, do, you have, do you have indemnity insurance? No. Thanks. Right, okay. So I think that's it for today. That's about it. I can see from the comments. So unfortunately, if anyone's still tuned in, which I can see a few of you are, um, that uh, we've had issues with Facebook today. So if I didn't read your comments out, sorry, not my fault. Blame Facebook. I like we blame them for everything else. So, right. So I would like to thank Cormac, Ian, Ben, Peter, and Jennifer for joining today. If you are an independent trader, store owner, MSP, tech vendor, or distributor, you can find out more information about Tech for Techs at techfortechs.co.uk forward slash join. Join over 1,000 members just like you that can give you free business or tech advice. And did I say it's totally free to join? with no membership fees or cost to you. Make sure the website address is correct. Um, or, um, I'm not sure why I wrote that in there. So make sure website address is correct. No idea. I think you meant um, when they answered the questions to please make sure their website address is correct because we do check those. That's, make sure you answer correct. all the questions or you will be declined. Be a good idea if I could read my own notes, but yes, that does mean when you click on the join for joining the Facebook group, make sure you fill in your correct website. Otherwise, we will uh, obviously not accept you. Simple as that. So, thanks for watching and thanks for supporting independent businesses. See you next time. Bye. Uh, <laughs> good night. Good night.